is true that as believers, we have received the mandate to love everyone and be especially helpful to those of the household of faith. However, we may want to know what the limits of this love should be, if there are any. Rightly so, and in fact, thank the Lord that he made this obvious throughout the scriptures as we study the lives of the men of old down to the early church of Christ. Well, guess what? Your love should be without borders. And just as Jesus said, love your neighbor as yourself, he really meant it literally. He meant do for your neighbor those things that you would really love to be done for you, either by yourself or by others. You can also translate this to say, bear one another's burdens, as Paul would say in Galatians chapter 6, verse 7. Bear one another's burdens, and so fulfill the law of Christ. So, it is the law of Christ that you bear another's burden. Why? Because of the command to love your neighbor as yourself. Then again, Jesus established this to us, that this one command is what he gives us to obey in John chapter 15, verse 12. This is my commandment, that you love one another as I have loved you. Clearly, we have a well-defined instruction to obey, which is to love. But how do we invent ways that will effectively express this love as it should be? Well, one of the ways is to bear each other's burdens. Every believer has been called into the mandatory ministry of burden-bearing. You don't really have a choice as a believer but to show that love you claim to have. Love is more of an action than just words, I'm sure you remember. And do you also remember that time Jesus asked Peter to feed, using an action verb, his sheep, to truly show that he loved him? It's all there, embedded in every step of the way that Jesus showed while he was on earth. It is not hidden from us. The pattern that must be followed is expressly revealed. Therefore, if any man tries to preach another way to love, then he is already in danger of condemnation. I know that many of us may argue that times have changed, and yes, I hear people say things like that. But what we may seem to always forget in a hurry is that Jesus is the same today, yesterday, and forever. Our famous quote when we need God, but not when He needs us. If we know that Jesus, who is God, hasn't changed, then why do we think His will has changed? You know, sometimes, some of us just really wish that God's Word was a multi-choice type question, and you could just choose what parts of His words to obey and adhere to and throw the unfavorable ones out the window. Or how much do we wish we could use the system of division of labor on God? Like it 
would have been so good if we could say, I'll do this and this and this. My pastor has so-and-so covered already, so all we need is the church secretary to obey this and that and we're all good. Don't bother me on doing this and this. Can't you see I've already done so much already? I think I deserve some accolades. Hmm. If this was it, trust me, Jesus would have said it explicitly. So why are we trying to do what Jesus has not said is possible? Are we trying to work another miracle outside of scriptures? Because that's what it would be, a miracle, if we could conjure something outside of God's principles and make God accept them. Look, if you say times have changed, in fact, and are still changing, you'd be right. I think everyone knows that to be upright thinking. But where you begin to miss is when you think that for the reason that times, humans, and human systems are changing, that it holds sway over God's eternal principles and systems, that's simply false. May I remind you that God is not man, and His words do not change. If He said to bear each other's burdens some centuries ago, then that's what it remains, until He says otherwise. In our world today, there are so many challenges that try to choke us out of the will of God through problems and difficulties. Everyone has problems and can be faced with challenges. The people of the world have their share, and so do we as believers. But we must be sensitive to the issues that bother our fellow brethren. It is love when we do so. It shows that we are in alignment with the Word of God and His will for our lives. Don't say everybody should deal with their own problems. I have mine as well. That is not a Christian thing to say. It is not the kind of God's love that He wants us to show to the world. We are helpers to each other. In the early church, the time of Peter, Remember how every person was selling their properties and bringing in the contribution so everyone could have the same on the same level? That was love. That's the kind of love we're missing. We need God's help and His grace to truly revive this love in us. And the thing is, it's not as if we were received a weaker Holy Spirit in our generation, but the truth is, our flesh has become stronger because of our laxity. The Spirit in us is no more listened to. We have choked up His voice with so many activities that continue to drive us further away from the consciousness of His voice. So, even when the Spirit is leading you to give money to a believer in need, you might hear it clearly, but it is too easy for your flesh to bring up a louder counter-opinion which you so easily succumb to. Love one another. When the brethren are in need of help and it is well within your reach, don't say, God be with you. God has already given you an answer to that person's problem, so why not do it? Don't channel your heart to only material help either. There is a place to bear burdens in the place of prayer as well. We saw Jesus do it. 
the disciples did it. And it is still a valid system today. Paul said, pray for us. There are people going through trials that honestly, what they need from you is not your money. They already have enough of it. What they may need is God's supernatural intervention to overcome some spiritual oppression or something beyond their control. It is a perversion to actually think that all the help you can offer is only what comes from your pocket. No, don't belittle God like that. Being a Christian is a privilege that places you in the courts of royalty and priestly authority. You can intercede for the brethren in prayer. There are burdens that desperately need the touch of God's power to be lifted off. The realm of prayer is the realm of power. You are a burden bearer. But if you fail in your duty, then a fellow believer may be suffering unnecessarily because of your refusal to be a helper used by God. So take your rightful place and put on your burden-bearing robe in love. Saints of God, let us pray. Galatians chapter 6, verse 9 through 10 says, And let us not grow weary of doing good, for in due season we will reap, if we do not give up. So then as we have opportunity, let us do good to everyone, and especially to those who are of the household of faith. Heavenly Father, my Lord and my God, I know and you know that doing good in this earthly vessel is not easy for me. And I thank you that for this reason, you sent your spirit to empower me into doing all the good that you desire to see me do. I want to help the brethren who are in need, and I need your power to help me. Help me to continue working in goodness towards others, giving when people are in need, and praying for those who need your help. Please help me show your love to my brethren my fellow believers who I love with all of my heart. May I be a blessing to the household of faith. In Jesus' name. 1 John chapter 3, verse 17. But if anyone has the world's goods and sees his brother in need, yet closes his heart against him, how does God's love abide in him? By my confession of love, it is expected that it be backed up with deeds of love, like giving out of my material blessings to those who are in need, God. Lord, help me manifest this dimension of love, the truth and reality of love. Help me allow your love that abides in me lead me to an open heart that is sympathetic to the needs and challenges of others who are like me. Teach me the way to give selflessly as is required of me. I don't want to limit your work of love in my life, Holy Spirit. So please help me in Jesus' name. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, 
verse 25. Brothers, pray for us. Lord, help me to bear the burdens of the brethren by interceding in prayer. There are many challenges that we face every day. Some are faced with financial difficulties, some family and relationship problems, some insecurity and danger. Lord, I pray for all of them. Father, rescue every believer that is in one difficult situation or another today. Bring them all out of their troubles, as your word says that you will deliver us from the snare of the fowler, from every arrow of the enemy, and every plan of destruction against us. I pray that those who are in physical danger will be shielded because no weapon that comes against them will work. Lord, give every believer love and a sound mind to walk in your ways without deviating from your ways that give eternal life. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen.